Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah, it's National Bagpipe Day. Somebody cue the Bay City Rollers and grab my kilt. Hi, kids, you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel William Wallace Cheeseman. And this is Chad Darkness Retreat So Wash. And on this week's show, happy birthday, LinkedIn, body doubling, and work cruises. All right, all right, all right. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait. The Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about Text Kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, yeah, simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text Kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways. TextKernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. TextKernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data. I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com that's t-e-x-t-k-e-r-n-e-l.com nachos (laughs) have you ever pondered a a darkness retreat and if and if you did would you tell everybody about it i mean this aaron Rodgers thing is becoming weirder and weirder It sounds like torture. Do people pay to be in these uh, totally dark rooms? I mean, people go nuts in full darkness. 
people mm-hmm. trapped in caves go crazy. I would have rather gone the the sweat lodge with the the peyote kind of like uh, direction if that was the case. I'd rather smoke the poison frog and like uh, take the Mike Tyson vacation into into Neverland. What team? I mean, you've got to be pretty fucking desperate to to pick up Aaron Rodgers at this point in his career. And I mean, he's he's totally gone off the rails. Let's just let's just call it what you it know, is. He's still good. You know, they will. I mean, he's only oh one season removed from MVP. Oh, my God. We're totally yeah. losing all of our non-U.S. listeners, by the way. <laughs> Going right into Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> let's get to some shout outs that people might actually care about. My first one goes to Charles or Charlie Say, uh, formerly Blinds, VP of Marketing, uh, blind, if you didn't know, is kind of quietly becoming a tour de force for content about companies and what's going on. Uh, and they've really sparked since. There have been a lot of layoffs in Silicon Valley. Anyway, Charlie will now head up Blind's talent marketplace. Seemingly, they want to take on LinkedIn, who we'll get to later. Uh, from this LinkedIn <laughs> post from Charlie, quote, Talent leaders, we are looking for limited early customers to provide us with valuable product feedback, end quote. I say it's one to watch. Blind is uh, pretty interesting. They've been around a long time, and they are Mm -hmm. very influential in the West Coast market. I think it's interesting, and I I love that they're actually using LinkedIn uh, as a platform to promote blind to be able to topple LinkedIn. That's that's pretty awesome. Uh, my first shout out goes to Firing Squad alumni Oras Al-Kubasi over at jobdescription.ai for un- understanding the teachings of ChatGPT. What teachings, you might ask? Well, ChatGPT is so damn popular because they created a user interface for the whole damn world to play with. Oras being a very, very apt pupil. Last week, he launched a real-time market analysis tool using Google for Jobs data at rta.jobdescription.ai. Was it perfect? Did people pull out the sniper rifles and start shooting at it? Yes, of course. But guess what? That's the fucking point. ChatGPT has flaws and in being transparent about how ML and AI works, they're educating everyone. Keep it up, Oras, and and hopefully uh, we'll start to see some of the, uh, the bigger names in our space do the exact same thing. Get that out there. Show that it's not vaporware. Let us play with it. Shall we play a game? My second shout out goes to Arian Moon. Ooh. Good time CEO and founder celebrated her new pregnancy on LinkedIn this week. That's a good time. It's not my baby chat, in case you're wondering. That's that's not the <laughs> shout out. Uh, Arian caller Jackie Moon shared, quote, my pregnancy has been a roller coaster, but I learned to handle it well. I still make biz trips and meet with customers. I still work very hard and enjoy work, end quote. Her story is inspiring. I don't have time to go into it on shout outs, but check her out on LinkedIn uh, from her trip to Korea to Canada and all the way to being wow. CEO of a startup. Uh, shout out to Arian Moon and congratulations on your new baby yes another firing squad alumni by the way too our first wasn't it our second it it was close yeah she was she was one of the first she was first handful yeah a google for jobs update shout out kids yes from a very reliable source who has been working this story and its developments received the following quote from google to clarify the beta testing on google for jobs quote these ads are not related to adsense at all these are a new format we're testing for search and akin to our shopping slash 
search campaigns work, end quote. So all those people out there who were saying that this was going to be just an AdSense thing, it's not going to be a jobs thing, uh, it it, it can be both kids. You can go out and you can use AdSense, but you can also use this new Google for Jobs, pretty much like Booster that they're that, that they're putting out there. So great more clarity. We're getting more every day. Keep the info coming, kids. We love it. Love the info from Google, as always. <laughs> well, from one evil empire to the other, my, t- my shout out goes to TikTok. It's been nice knowing the CCP's popular app. The White House <laughs> threw its support this week behind a new bipartisan Senate bill that would give the Biden administration administration the power to ban TikTok in the U.S. Looks like it's going to be Cheeseman one, Sowash one on the predictions for 2023, <laughs> and it's only March. Shout out to TikTok. It's been nice knowing you. If we do ban it, how long do you think it'll take for business the machine of business in the U.S. to actually finally get a deal with TikTok and then they put it back up because there's no way in hell that this is going to stay gone. They're just it, there's too much money involved. There's too much money involved for Facebook and Twitter and LinkedIn. Uh, and if you talk about stocks, you should be looking at buying uh, with TikTok out of the picture. I don't. I mean, I don't know. This is a bipartisan. Like everybody wants to do this. It's so easy. It's low hanging fruit. Young people don't vote. Like it's such an easy thing. I think that they're going to be able to do. Now, whether or not they Hail Mary this thing and like all the servers are in the US, everything is, um, you know, uh, monitored by United States officials. I mean, maybe like your point of there's so much money in this. I just think the heat, the heat that's going up with China um, is irrefutable. And TikTok is like an easy, you know, suck at China. I say if we if we let TikTok stay, then we make them accept Facebook and Twitter. That seems like a fair trade off. I think it's interesting that we forget about Russia Cambridge Analytica and Facebook, and yet we're trying to prop them up because they're an American company, although they were selling data, the the user data to another country. So it, it is interesting because this is a Chinese comp- company that everybody is, is on board of saying, let's shut this bitch down when we already have an instance a proven instance where a American company sold shit to Russia. And yet, guess what? That motherfucker's still afloat. I'll take teen depression and uh, Russian collusion any day over Chinese uh, infiltration. How about that? I don't know. I'm not saying Facebook's perfect, but they're not trying to like uh, make Americans feel worse about capitalism and uh, make us feel a little worse about our government and everything else. <laughs> You're full of shit. You are totally <laughs> full of shit. If you think they're any different <laughs> at all, you're full of shit. I feel bad about anyway. myself on Instagram. I feel bad about America when I'm on TikTok because big booty Latinas and bug fights make me feel less patriotic, Chad. That's the bottom line. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought big booty Latinas and bug fights were, were your thing. That's exactly what TikTok's giving you exactly what it's you want. Oh my God. Okay. Hey, so next, time right now. next shout out goes to Indeed gigs are back in play, kids. That's right. Indeed had problems. Indeed had problems before when companies like Instacart would propagate a single job to thousands of locations where those opportunities um, did exist in those areas. But Instacart would then flood the Indeed index and obviously the main job search. So it's not a, it's not a great experience when you're doing a job search and you're getting nothing 
nothing but, you know, Instacart types of jobs. And mm-hmm. then you've got the Ubers, the Uber Eats, the Lyfts and all those things. So uh, so they had to they had to pull back. They had to pull back. So apparently Indeed has control over the issue for the time being. And the gig jobs will be flowing back into the main search. So I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pull out my crystal ball real quick and see where this business, this new thing is going for Indeed. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> That's what the crystal ball says about this new business. Much better than the fans that sign up for free shit on our site, Chad. Yeah, we've got to mention it every week. Uh, if yes. you haven't signed up for free t-shirts from our friends at JobGet, bourbon from our, our homies at TextKernel, free beer from Aspen Tech Labs, and if it's your birthday... You might win a really nice bottle of rum from our friends at Plum, but you got to play it if you're going to win it. Head out to chadcheese.com today. Click the free link to get free stuff or a chance to win free stuff. Uh, Those will be going out for this month very shortly, and we'll announce the winners hopefully next week. Nice. Props to Caitlin and the Plum team, Rum with Plum. She was quoted in a New York Times article this week, the $2 billion question of who who you are at work. So it revolved around assessment. So uh, good job. And, and, and at least from the PR team. <laughs> really? <laughs> can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Chad, our travel schedule is heating up. Tell the audience where we're going to be. Unleash in Vegas, baby. In Late April, if you're not there, what are you thinking? Vegas, the first part of the year, you got to love it. Um, then we're going to Isom's Inspire in San Diego in early May. And then last but not least, we have Wreckfest that's happening in Nebworth Park, just north of London in July. For all this information to register, I mean, we have like 10 plus events that we already have scheduled this year. Go to chadcheese.com, click on the events link in the upper right-hand corner and register. Catch them all. All right, all right, all right. Let's go to our birthdays for the week, Chad. Yes. And you remember last week we missed a whole week, so we got a few birthdays to go through. Bear with me. Okay. A lot of fans want to want to shout out to them. Uh, all right, Michael Deloya. Happy oh. birthday! Mel Scatson, Evan White, our West Coast. My man. Robert Williams, Tracy Morris, David Altman, Leanne Chase, Dean DaCosta, Bruce Gee, Amanda Hahn, Ryan Estes, and Kirby, I mean, Kyle Hager, all celebrating. (laughs) Another trip around the sun. Happy birthday, everybody, and thanks for listening to the Chad and Cheese podcast. That's right. And and don't forget that you can also listen to how Indeed sucks in four additional languages, not just in English, but also in French, German, Portuguese, and Spanish. That's right. Veritone has cloned the Chad and Cheese voices and translated our weekly podcast into more languages. So again, you can you can listen to how Indeed sucks in more than just English. Topic! 
They say it's your birthday. Fast Company is celebrating LinkedIn's 20th birthday, saying, quote, born during the doldrums after the original dot-com bust, LinkedIn arrived at the same time as a flurry of other social networking upstarts, mostly of which quickly fizzled, end quote. Today, more than 4,500 job applications are submitted and eight hires are now made every minute on the platform. Its revenue surpassed 14 billion dollars in the past 12 months close to quadruple the figure at the same time it was acquired by microsoft for 26.2 billion dollars back in 2016 wow all is not rosy however chad Uh, also this week an article by the information says recruiters are getting really pissed about rising prices at linkedin (laughs) and fortune says the company has entered a quote cringe era end quote, blurring the lines of professional and personal, highlighting a recent share, quote, Phil died while doing what he loved, networking and promoting our brand, end quote. Chad, 20 years of LinkedIn, you and I were around for all of it. What are your thoughts? <laughs> uh, 20 years, uh, what we call that, kids, is technical debt. One of the reasons why LinkedIn uh, doesn't innovate is because uh, they have old ass infrastructure. Happy 20th, kids. It is becoming more cringy for some. Uh, I, To be quite frank, I think we are experiencing more of a professional and personal melding uh, since the, since the, uh, the pandemic. Um, some people don't like them. I don't like that. Well, fuck them. They can they can stop following me. They can stop following somebody else. Who cares, right? And that's the thing that bothers me is when people says they say this doesn't belong on LinkedIn. It, mm-hmm. It's it's my LinkedIn. I put on it what I want to put on it. You can stop following me if you want. Go away, right? And then the price hikes. It's going to continue to happen as. Talent acquisition continues to put their eggs in baskets that they that they've known for 20 years, like, you know, Indeed and LinkedIn, uh, and they don't diversify it. They're just going to continue to bloat, bloat, bloat the prices. But the the one beautiful thing about LinkedIn is, is at least they're not putting a new label on some old ass technology and charging you 10 times that much like Indeed is doing right now. So um, at least they're being a little bit more transparent and they're just saying, hey, you're going to you're going to pay us more. That escalated quickly. My kids won't touch Facebook, Chad. I assume yours won't either. Uh, no. their, their kids probably won't touch Instagram or Snapchat or God help us if TikTok is still around. But you know where they'll, they'll all likely end up linked in. And you could argue that makes LinkedIn the most successful social network in history up to this date. To your point, is it off base to talk about LinkedIn as a monopoly? Well, we never do for whatever reason, yeah. although we yeah. probably should. I think being owned by Microsoft maybe gives them some cloud cover uh, in that. Uh, Still, presence in China. Others don't. Uh, 100 million users they just celebrated in India. Uh, LinkedIn is really just getting started. They've they've grown organically. They, They didn't have this huge spike and then fall from it like other social networks. They've just been slow and steady and winning that race. Uh, The thought of a human directory for the entire world makes them incredibly valuable. I think startups like Polywork don't have a shot in hell of of kicking them off the mountain. Google Plus came and went. Uh, Twitter is a (laughs) meltdown. Uh, And I think part of the social 
or the personal stuff on LinkedIn is in part because Twitter is is dying um, and people feel like they need a place to to put little snippets of, of thought and uh, things that are more personal. I'm with you. Like if you don't like it, don't follow me. I feel like the people that say, hey, this is not the place for that is is falling. Yeah. And in part yeah. because of it's just more common and LinkedIn is getting more, uh, you know, they had stories. They tried to be cool, the cool kids that way. But, you know, they they're open to more like polls and pictures and videos. And so to me, this is arguably the most successful social network uh, that we have today. And I think 10 years from now, it will still be a thing. And 20 years from now, because it has tapped that professional uh, market, which, like I've said before, if you're 21 years old out of college, where do you want to be? You want to be on LinkedIn. You want to grow your network. You want opportunities. You want to sell shit. You want to make inroads inroads with new businesses. I mean, it is it is in the pole position to be the social network for the next 50 years. And I say congratulations and happy birthday, LinkedIn. Remember when it started off, it was the 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 whole idea was the six degrees kind of like from Kevin Bacon. The Kevin kinda. Bacon, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Remember, it's like, you know, everybody knows each other by six degrees and we're going to prove it with LinkedIn. It's definitely interesting. I, I, I think that as we have said many times on this show, that platform should be much more powerful from the standpoint of being able to take my data, which you have more of my data than any other platform that's out there today, and match me up against jobs, be able to introduce me to people that, you know, I should know, but maybe I'm not connected to those types of things. Mm -hmm. And it's really piss poor at that. It is, uh, it's making a lot of money off of 20 year old tech is, is really the, the basis of it. So, uh, you know, they're going, they're going to have to change from an infrastructure, from a technology standpoint, because this thing will collapse. Uh, at some point in time, it, you can only hold it together with bailing wire and duct tape for so long. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's Applebee's. It's uh, <laughs> it's not the greatest. It's not like somewhere you want to go. But ultimately, once or twice a year, you find yourself in Applebee's and you're OK with it, but you're not in a, in a hurry to get back to it. I remember LinkedIn didn't know what the hell it was going to be. I mean, it was like a professional oh, yeah. put up your profile and when I was when I was writing Cheesehead, I mean, I remember uh, LinkedIn contacting me and letting me demo the recruiter recruiter product, and they they were like just throwing spaghetti at the wall, and it's become just yeah. a juggernaut in recruitment. But they didn't really know at the beginning what the hell they were going to be having every recruiter use it. Pretty much, I think the high Q uh, legal case that we've been covering means fewer fewer companies are going to like try to go after their profiles or scrape their content. They're in a really good spot. For profitability and reigning, and in that in that scenario, like you said, there's not a lot of incentive to uh, set the world on fire no. with new innovation and technology. Yeah. But uh, yeah. they'll they'll be they'll be crying all the way to the bank uh, with Microsoft <laughs> as they as they suffer fools and recruiters complain all you want. It's a monopoly for the most part, and you're going to pay whether you like it or not. Power to the people. Ever heard of ever heard of body doubling? Chad, no, I'm not talking about the Brian De Palma movie of the 80s. Wasn't that an erotica flick? <laughs> it was naughty. My dad took me to see that when I was like 15. No. Woo, okay. No. Like this is how adults this is how adults do it. Okay. That's nice. It's like not quite as bad as seeing Porkies when I was 13. My dad's taken me to some weird flicks as a kid. I remember this is a true story. He took me to a double feature on my birthday. Um, uh-huh. It was the Blues Brothers, which is great, 
And yeah. the next movie was Cheech and Chong, which I assume my dad didn't know was going to be like a weed. Up and smoke? Yeah, I, one of those. I don't remember which yeah, one. Yeah, we yeah. actually walked out of Cheech and Chong. He was so upset <laughs> that he took. But sex is fine. Porky's body double. Yeah, like that's that's all good. Anyway. Oh, my God. Remote workers <laughs> are apparently adopting a new practice called body doubling in which mm-hmm. they watch strangers online. AI hasn't solved loneliness yet, but it is empowering job seekers to distribute their resumes in new ways. TikToker Jerry Lee revealed how he uses an online chat bot to do the tedious work of filling out forms and answering application questions to the tune of 200 jobs in two days. And there's also a new service called Lazy Apply. You can get that in your favorite Chrome browser. Uses artificial intelligence to apply up to 150 jobs per day. Body doubling and resume carpet bombing. Power to the people. Chad, your thoughts. So I thought it was interesting that uh, Firing Squad alum, uh, Higher Proof's Nick Barth, who's co-founder and CEO over there at Higher Proof, he actually does the body doubling. And he, he live streams his coding on Twitch where people watch and they actually QA, QC his stuff, his code. It's amazing. He earns uh, about 150 bucks a month beer money, right? Off of people tipping him while they watch him do the gig. It's amazing because it gives you kind of like this hypersensitive of somebody actually looking over your shoulder. And and, and from our standpoint, we've talked about this, about uh, monitoring, employers monitoring employees. And, And that's not something that employees think is cool. Although this is something entirely different. If I have peers that are watching and they're QAQCing my code and they're doing those types of things and they're, you know, throwing throwing money into my tip jar. It's pretty amazing. And they and the story goes into ADHD and uh, where people have problems focusing on a task, but when they know that somebody's watching them, they seem more hyper focused on that task. So it it's really interesting in being able to, to, to body double. And, and then hearing one of our, one of our, uh, firing squad alums actually does it. It's happening. It's, it's, it's weird, but it's cool. I guess it's kind of cool too. Do you remember, uh, chat roulette, Chad? No. What are you doing? Step bro. No. So you know what uh Russian roulette is, right? You'd put a bullet yeah. in a gun and one gun. And so, so, so you would basically click through different video screens of people and you could randomly chat with them if you wanted to. Okay. This quickly devolved into like video cams of penises and body, other body parts when you would click through it. So chat roulette has fairly quickly uh, disintegrated under the weight of porn and all kinds of other uh, regulations and, and things like that. So when I see a news story about body doubling, where you can watch other people work, I instantly thought of, of chat roulette and where this thing could go, go to, uh, which had all kinds of naughtiness uh, in my in my visions or imagination of it. So the ADHD thing is interesting. I I, don't, I know nothing about that. That's not my lane. If your ability to watch other people work helps you focus, uh, that's really interesting. I think this is an opportunity for a vendor to say like, hey, watch your coworkers work as well as opposed to random people. I don't know uh, where that's going to go. It, it seems like it could go to fairly dark places. Body doubling, sure. I'll I'll watch it and see where it goes. Um, now the, the carpet bombing of resumes is really interesting to me because you have employers, you have employers like figuring out what's AI, is it legal? 
Who can we use? Like what's going on? And while, while employers are confused and trying to figure it out, job seekers have already like found out ways to shotgun their resume uh, into 200 jobs in like a day. So that means there's going to be a lot of people uh, getting through the system and the filters that you didn't necessarily want to get through the filters. And that creates a problem in terms of resources and time to go through that. That means mm-hmm. the employer bots have to get better at screening. A lot more people are going to are going to leverage chat bots and conversational AI to handle all of this flood of, of a resume. So ultimately, it's really good for the paradoxes of the world to go, you know, say, Hey, you're getting 200, like you're getting all these applications that you've never had before. Help us pre-screen, help us, uh, manage that whole process. And there are a lot of companies that, that are set to, to benefit from that. I think ultimately it also creates a market for a startup to come along and say, Hey, we'll be able to figure out which of these applicants are bots, which ones are automated and we'll help you filter out those in addition to the ones that we're already filtering out. So you're going to have startups that are created to help filter it. And then maybe other technologies that filter through the filters. And it's just like a -a whack-a-mole situation of getting through uh, to apply to jobs. Robots, screening robots, basically robots interviewing robots. That's where we're headed. And this is indication of just that. We wonder why Indeed pushed cost per application through so quickly. I mean, it's like, oh, oh, no, that you're going to get more qualified candidates from this. Oh, wait a minute. Here come the bots. <laughs> you know how much money they're set to make if this shit becomes mainstream? Yeah. Yeah. They're- and why should they stop it? I mean, what 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 is their advantage in stopping this? They're, they have None. no advantage. They None. make more money. Done. We were talking about click fraud last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And fr- like click fraud when you're making, you know, 10 cents a click. Yep. That's one thing. If you can if you can fake or fraudulently apply to jobs where, you know, the profit is 15, 20 dollars per like. Yeah. Whoo, that's a real incentive. Of course, in this case, Indeed's getting all that, not their partners that are pay-per-click or any other API system. So yeah, Indeed yeah. Indeed is the evil genius <laughs> set to make a lot of money from this process. And this is a way to actually push people into their Indeed system because if it's an apply start, that's something that they can't stop. So if the the bot goes through and they're pushing uh, and starting the apply, let's say, then they can't stop it because it's happening on the applicant tracking system. But Indeed can say, wait a minute, if you start using our system for interviewing, screening, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, we can go ahead and put a block on that. So Again, there's there's some strategies in play here where they're either going to make a shit ton of cash. Well, they're always going to make a shit ton of cash and they can they can start to leverage people into using their system and paying more to use their system. Damn you, indeed. (laughs) (laughs) Buy or sell when we get back. Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options. 
targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. All right, Chad. You ready for a little buy or sell? Mm-hmm. Here's how it works, gang. All right. We talk about three companies that have recently gotten funding. I read a quick summary, and Chad and I either buy or sell the company. And here we go with buy or sell. First up, we have Cupertino, California-based Glider AI. They've raised $10 million in a Series A funding round, which will be used to further develop the company's proprietary technology and grow its global team, Glider provides screening, assessments, coding, video interviews, and upskilling software to help global enterprises and leading staffing firms transform their hiring practices into remote-centric, skills-based processes. Founded in 2020, the company employs 105 people. Chad, are you a buy or sell on Glider? Glider, isn't that a brand of lube? What are you doing, step bro? (laughs) The founders look like career CEOs and they have pretty major connections, which means they have access to money. Uh, I like that Glider went after the staffing segment first because that segment has money and uh, they will be a much better bar for validation than any traditional hiring company can. Uh, I love skills validation because we're not just talking about someone's word that they can do it but we're testing to see if it's true. And then also the level of their skills. Uh, I'm an advisor for, for Tadio, another skills and competency-based platform. And I believe these types of platforms accompanied with the appropriate credentialing and a portable CV are the future, which all these things could literally kill LinkedIn. And yes, you know what's going to happen. All this is going to be on the blockchain. You won't know it, You don't have to know it, but from a validation standpoint, it's all going to be verified on the blockchain. You won't even know it. You won't have to. You'll just buy into it because it's yours, it's portable, and it's credentialed. I'm a buy. There's an NFT for that. Uh, I want to like these guys. Uh, they have a nice portfolio of clients um, on their site. If 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 logos are to be believed on startup websites, <laughs> although I don't think they typically always are, it's usually uh, it's easier to ask forgiveness than permission on some of that stuff. And I should know because I've been uh, guilty of it anyway. But the one platform to rule them all to me has been played out. There are better funded, more established players that I think have a much better shot at making that happen than uh, the $10 million Series A that Glider just put up. It feels like they're trying to be everything to everybody. And in doing so, I feel like they're becoming nothing to no one. So for me, Glider is a sell. All right, let's go to Fount. Washington, D.C.-based employee experience software provider Fount Global has raised $8 million in a Series A. This brings total funding to $10.8 million. The funding will help Fount develop its solution, which allows companies to identify and resolve friction points that affect employee productivity and engagement. Founded in 2022, they employ 30 people. Chad, are you a buy or sell on Fount? This just sounds like a different way to pull off Pulse surveys, you know, and being able to, to to survey 
the individuals in the organization. I thought it was interesting and almost like the, the virtual comment box to, to, to some degree. So I went to the website, um, which the URL is kind of funky, uh, fount dash EX or some shit like that. Stole my thunder, man. Way to go. Check out the pricing. There was no pricing on the website. They have co-CEOs. They already have three locations, Hamburg, London, and DC. Um, they're trying to solve this very different problem with a worldwide posture right out of the gate uh, with only around $11 million in funding. So this feels like a, a solution looking for a problem. Too many locations right out of the box. Too much, too fast. Slow it down, Fount. It's a sell for me. Yeah, you stole my thunder on the URL. I almost didn't make it past the rest of this. If you got a <laughs> if you got a hyphenated URL in 2023, like, dude, come on. Fount hyphen EX. Uh-huh. What was was fountx.com taken? I mean, why why do you need the hyphen? There's no it's so bad that like Anyway, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to get past that. They quote the number $764 million lost, uh, $764 million lost annually through lost productivity, burnout, and attrition. I'm not sure how you measure that. That's an interesting number to me. Wasn't that a per company or some shit like that? I don't know. It's It sounds really good. It sounds like there's a TAM that uh, is really impressive. And so, these guys... Sounds like bullshit is what it sounds like. Dude, honestly, I mean, the URL, I, I had our time getting past that. <laughs> but I, I spent a lot of time on this site. And I still really can't tell you what the hell they do. They need a good explainer video like nobody's <laughs> business. They need like a 30-second go hire someone on Upwork or Indeed's new gig gig platform and have some <laughs> someone make an explainer video for you because I do this shit for a living. And if I can't figure the shit out, someone who's a prospect is going to have a really hard time figuring out what the hell you, you guys do. If I don't get it, I can't endorse it. I can't buy it for me. Yeah, it's a sell. Let's get to, uh, we have a Canadian company alert, Chad. <laughs> All right, Toronto-based Barley has officially launched following $4 million in seed funding. The company is aimed at making it easier for employers to understand how to structure pay decisions and explain them to employees. They'll use the funds for product development and to expand go-to-market teams. Founded in 2021, they employ only 11 people. Are you a buy or sell on Barley? So Cindio didn't need validation, but every little bit helps. Joel, you're a fan of waves, and I'm not sure there is a bigger wave than pay and comp equity. Then we look at the numbers. $4 million in seed funding is pretty damn substantial, which is just another signal to the market. I mean, what company doesn't need a good pay band or salary benchmarking platform? It all sounds boring, but it's shit that everybody needs as they start to see regulations pile on. Uh, oh, wait, probably don't have any of that shit set up. So either it's been a buy for Cindio, it is definitely going to be a buy for Barb. Look at you. Love it. A sexy, sexy buy. All right. The question here to me is, can someone be Pepsi to Cindio's Coke? Uh, and if so, is Barley the one to do it? Or are they destined to be Fanta or Dr. Pepper? <laughs> I love me a good Dr. Pepper, but not quite the market share. Uh, RC Cola. This this space is is pretty full of competitors. Uh, Salary.com, Assemble, MarketPay, PayFactors, Compart, and others. Um, 
it's hard to see room for a company named Barley out of Toronto to make any significant waves, although it's a good wave, Chad. This one is a triple sell edition of Buy or Sell for me. As much as Ooh. I love Canada, I gotta sell. Ooh, Cheeseman's got the put, keeping the wallet in the pocket today, kids. All right, from Canada to Texas and the West Coast. All right, all right, all right. California-based Salesforce, the cloud-based software company, is laying off 8,000 employees while paying Hollywood actor Matthew McConaughey $10 million annually to be a, quote, creative advisor and TV pitch man, end quote, for the firm. CEO Mark Benioff stated that the success of the business is paramount, but Company resources are being allocated to peculiar places, to say the least. The company had previously hosted expensive celebrity conferences and wellness retreats, and insiders reported that Benioff frequently involved his celebrity friends in strategy discussions. What the hell is going on here, Chad? McConaughey, Salesforce, your thoughts. Optics, optics, optics. I mean, what the actual fuck is Mark Benioff doing these days? He was a huge proponent of remote work, and now he's not. He's fired 8,000 people while Matthew McConaughey is on the books for $10 million and for some type of position he just wants to have one of his his buddies on staff for. Uh, Mark Benioff himself's total comp in 2021 was $25 million, right? So to me, we've seen many irresponsible CEOs. And that has led to thousands of people being fired. There's no negative impact for them at all, other than saying, I'm sorry, have a nice day. Here's a severance package. So I don't know, just from an optics standpoint, I don't know what the fuck's going on with Benioff, but he's all over the board right now. (laughs) So Silicon Valley has had this, uh, I don't know, this attraction to fame and celebrity over the last decade or so. We see Mark Bezos, you know, sleep with a TV anchor, uh, get divorced, <laughs> move, you know, shave his head, Jeff. lift weights and move, you know, put rockets in the air and move, move to D.C. where they have all the good parties and the politicians. We see Elon sleeping with whatever pop star it is, uh, whatever her name is. Right. So there's been a long fatuation with Silicon Valley and Hollywood and Benioff, if you know, is a pretty colorful guy. Uh, he's toying with like part mullet uh, in his hair. So he still sort of <laughs> grasps to that Hollywood image, uh, a little slick back. He's like Gordon Gecko uh, meets meets the 80s mullet. Now, in his defense, a lot more people know about Salesforce since the McConaughey ads. I don't think they're nearly as appealing as the McConaughey Lincoln uh, car ads from back in the day with the bull in the road. Remember those? Those were pretty good in the... Uh, the the J, the Jim Carrey um, skits on SNL um, making fun of that, but yeah, when you get in bed with Hollywood, optics matter. Um, Workday has been able to kind of avoid this. Uh, I mean, they've had um, uh, some stars in their ads. They're new one with Kiss and and other stars, but Salesforce has really tied themselves to, to themselves to McConaughey. And when they do something like this, it obviously looks bad. I don't know how you get out of it. Like you need a, you need marketing, you need a budget. Uh, McConaughey is a great uh, brand to tie yourself to. I think people will ultimately forget about the layoffs. Those people will get jobs and McConaughey will still be making pretty ridiculous commercials about going to space and walking in downtown areas with a thousand people behind him. Uh, and more and more people will know Salesforce. And by the way, the biggest building in San Francisco 
has Salesforce written on it. And the biggest building in downtown Indianapolis has Salesforce written on it. I don't know if that says he's compensating for something, Chad, but it, <laughs> it could be. It could be compensating for something. Yes. And those th- those buildings were there before McConaughey was uh, a part of the, the, the conversation. How does he not say, all right, all right, all right. In any of the Salesforce ads, that is a crime, <laughs> I tell you. That is a crime. We'll be right back. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. Call it the SSSTD or the love boat, Chad. Myray Cruises is offering a three-year world cruise that covers 130,000 miles and visits all seven continents and 135 countries for the low, low price starting 30,000 per year. The cruise line is aiming to attract remote workers by offering amenities such as a meeting center, 14 offices, meeting rooms, and a lounge. All passengers can freely access everything. The cruise line also offers utility-free accommodations, Wi-Fi, medical visits, port taxes, and service charges, and food and beverage charges are covered. The standard inside cabin costs thirty grand per year, while a superior outside cabin costs 41000 per year, and a suite with a balcony, or what I call the so-wash suite, costs just $110,000 per year. Chad, are you ready to say ships ahoy, dump your real estate empire, and start doing Chad and cheese on the high seas or not? No fucking way. I mean, if, if you're into cruises and you think $30,000 is a good investment, uh, then yeah, why the hell not? But personally, I'm not a fan of uh, floating Petri dishes. Uh, think about uh, just flu outbreaks or maybe, I don't know, a, a new strain of COVID. Nope, nope, nope. I can travel in, in, in many different ways and, and not be stuck on that capsule for, for years. But, uh, you know, if you're, if you're a kid, we, we actually did a story on a developer, I believe is a developer, uh, that works for AWS or it was a, it was a bigger brand and he is buying, uh, a condo on a ship. Uh, for like a 15 year time frame, it's like, Facebook, holy I think, shit. Wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it it's amazing. Yeah. So that this is just a, a different way again. I mean, ever since the pandemic, we've really moved in, in a different way. I think it's, I think it's awesome. It's not for me, but for those it is for, that should be a blast. Chad, I, I, I tried to think of something funny to say, but the sun is out. Spring is coming. And who doesn't love a good Christopher Cross sailing soundbite? Oh, yeah. I'm down if I was about 20 years younger, unmarried, without kids. Otherwise, not for me, my man. Have fun in Portland. It's been fun. Sail away. We'll see you next week. 
We out. We out. Wow. Look at you. You made it through an entire episode of the Chat and Chase podcast. Or maybe you cheated and fast-forwarded to the end. Either way, there's no doubt you wish you had that time back. Valuable time you could have used to buy a nutritious meal at Taco Bell. Enjoy a pour of your favorite whiskey. Or just watch big booty Latinas and bug fights on TikTok. No, you hung out with these two chuggleheads instead. Now go take a shower and wash off all the guilt. But save some soap, because you'll be back. Like an awful train wreck, you can't look away. And like Chad's favorite western, you can't quit them either. We out. How much do you understand the future of finance? I'm Jim Roos, a top 10 banking influencer and host of the podcast Banking Transform, where we dive deeply into the rapidly evolving world of banking and financial technology. Join me as I interview industry experts, thought leaders, and innovators as they unravel the latest banking trends, disruptions, and game-changing technologies reshaping the world of finance. Redefine your understanding of the banking ecosystem. Subscribe now to Banking Transformed, available wherever you get your podcasts and now available on YouTube.